so happy to be a part of it. So thank you so much. Like I honestly have told so many people that you guys have been my rock. Welcome to the Backyard Sessions, the podcast where we chat about owning your own yard gym, living within the yard brand and everything in between. Today we have a very special guest and someone we're so excited to have on board. It's Jenna Louise, so a big round of applause because we've been dying to get her onto the show. She's a very big person in the fitness industry and if you haven't heard about her, I would recommend going onto her Instagram and checking her out. Thank you so much for having me. I'm pumped to be here. We were dying. We've been planning to get you in studio for at least like six or seven weeks now because everyone's like, who is Jenna Louise? What's going on at the yard gym? And Dan's like, we've got to do this. So thank so you. here we are. Here we are. <laughs> let's, um, let's. It was a vibe. We finally, we finally it a- got Jen off the ski eggs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, she's in a for little bit obsessed. She's a little bit obsessed. Half marathon every day or something. <laughs> it's insane. You're I actually um, did 10k on the ski yesterday. So yeah. and and yeah. then 20k on Sunday. Yeah, and yeah. then on the bike. Yeah, what was on Friday? Friday. What is no, your obsession the, with the those with the ergs? with the 40ks? Oh, yeah, I just look honestly for me. <laughs> this goes into my you know uh, theory around my discomfort. Mm. So for me, like I'm obsessed with putting myself through various levels of discomfort because my motto is discomfort equals growth. Um, as often as you can put yourself in a level of discomfort, you come out the other side, mm. you know, a better version of yourself. Um, 100%. So I use the gym to do that um, yeah. because that's my, you know, I spend three or four hours in a gym most days mm. um, and it's a great opportunity to put myself through a certain level of discomfort. Mm. Um and then, you know, it translates through to everything else on the outside world. Yeah. Those one yeah. percent is really a yeah. count. 100%. I think it's that resilience too, building that resilience on yeah. those longer efforts, you know. That yeah. Past twenty minutes, past thirty minutes on a on the same machine. Yeah. Um, I say that I'm a sucker for um punishment. Yeah. Um and I'll always want to be that. You know, yeah. I really enjoy that version of myself. I love the the grit that I build when I am in that level of discomfort. Mm. Yeah. I love the resilience that goes along with it. I love nothing more than being um, having integrity. Yeah. Um, when I'm by myself, I don't cut reps. You know, it's all about those like little moments of success within. Um, and if you can do that while you're by yourself, mm. I think that um, it's a pretty special place to be. Because mm. when you're in that group environment, like you are most days, you are the leader. You know, everyone looks at you because I've done a few relays on a ski with Jen. It's definitely a level of discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> He's like just in her city oh, in the it's, corner. It's like, and Jen is so doing high. so much. You are, but you you play that face. She doesn't look like she's yeah, tired. She you look good the whole time. I'm I like mean, a drowning greyhound. Drowning greyhound. He's looking over at Tian to get reassurance that he's saying the right thing. I just thing. Say, Tian, she would oh. think this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and T is laughing in the corner in stitches because for real, for real, like she's she actually is in stitches. Um, um, it, it's a delicious place to be. Yeah. Like I, I often catch myself smiling when I'm hurting bad. Wow, because I'm just that excited. Mm. And do you know what is the most exciting thing is being in a group environment. And this is why I, I do what I do when I start my day at the yard is because it's a perfect way to prime my mind for the day ahead. Mm. You know, group training, networking, amazing music, amazing people, incredible coaches, just a good all-round vibe. Yeah. Um, and it's 
on it, it honestly primes myself for the remainder of the day. And mm. then I go and do more training and, you know, mm. that sort of stuff. But that one hour in the morning is so prime for me. So how did you find the yard? What happened? How did you come into play with meeting us? And because this is, it was a big surprise. Look, so this is exciting because when I I left Canberra because um, I went through a, a breakup. Yeah. And most of my work is in Sydney. I host a podcast called How Fitness Saved My Life um, and my brand partnerships are here and basically everything I do is in Sydney. So the next logical step for me was to move to Sydney and I had lived in and around Cronulla area before within the Shire and I knew I wanted to go back one day and it was just so great that I could come back to the Shire and um, previously to me leaving I had heard about the art and um, like through visits and stuff like that. And so I already got knew that you guys existed, and but it was fairly new. And then I just happened to reach out via DM and I think it was the uni <laughs> um, that was on the other end. And I'm like, um, I'm looking for a place to train. Do you mind if I come in and have a session? And you're like, oh my God, hell yes, come on in. And do you know what? I didn't tell, I was like T and I, cause we were on the socials and we're like, Jenna's coming <laughs> to like Dan. And that was it. And none of the trainers knew. I think knew. I was away though. No, the first no, time you, you were there. there. You were there. there. Yeah, but you like, were just like, you were coming in, you know, you had like, you must've had a rough night because you came in late but um <laughs> you know I didn't tell any late. trainers and the minute you walked in everyone was like that's Jenna Lewis <laughs> and I was like yeah train her hard and yeah. and that's that's history since then it was just everyone was like is she coming back what's going on and then Dan's like act cool don't yeah. don't approach her too don't, much don't scare her don't scare her <laughs> then Tian's like how did she go um <laughs> did she like the session and I was it. like no, I was like, <laughs> no it would have been obvious that you know after I think yeah. I spoke to you Dan yeah. as well I'm um, like I just need somewhere to train mm. in a group environment but it also needs somewhere to train myself. Yeah. Um, and that's like for me previously um, being in Canberra, I was very spoiled because I was face of a few gyms while I was there. So I was able to get around whenever and whenever and um, and train whenever I wanted. So for me, it was something that I needed to find a space that would allow me to go in, fill my sessions, grab content. I didn't mind, you know, me doing that. Um, and it's so weird that gyms might. Like, I actually, don't think it was crazy. everything that you were like, no. yeah, you, anyone that's ever asked to train, um, you know, midday or something, Dan's always been up for it. T's always like, yeah, get content. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, it's it, so odd. It's that- beneficial to everyone involved, mm. first of all, but I think it is crazy that people don't allow that. Yeah. Some gym spaces don't allow that. Mm. I think they're definitely cutting themselves short in that mm. respect. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I'm, I'm a nobody, but I was just like, come on. So grateful, um, that you guys let me come in and just shared your space with me. And, uh, honestly, you guys have been my rock since coming to Sydney and honestly, I couldn't be more grateful to have, mm. be a part of the family. That's insane. And I think it really worked well because the, the HQ space is such a busy space yeah. all day, you yes. know, so you have like graphic designers going, you got Nat just, Nat's just floating around doing it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't know what she well, does when she floats around. <laughs> <laughs> she had a camera, but, um, yeah. you know, she's doing her Yeah, thing. she's like, I'm working. I'm yeah. working. <laughs> There's always someone at the coffee shop doing a coffee run. Yeah, um, for Dan. And now we have Jen doing a 40K ski every day. Yeah. So, so it works. I think it does work really well, and I think the space um, – you know, was already set up for that for that type but of thing. But it's also, it's really, I think it comes down to um, really being open about having you in whenever 
and all the time without anyone being like, Jen, grab a photo with us because you just don't want that all, always happening. So it's good that you can come midday and do your thing or yeah. a late at nights or Sundays or mm. Saturdays and just do whatever you want to do. So it's so good that you found that space. Oh, my gosh. It's Especially- honestly been such a saviour to me. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I couldn't be more thankful. Mm. Um, and like I said, like I just love starting my day in the group training sessions and then going to do my own thing afterwards as well because, yeah. you know, there's different things that I hear and um, and then there's a content element of that as well. So, you know, I have to generate a bunch of content and your gym is aesthetically pleasing. It's sexy as hell. And it's like every time I post, people are like, where is this gym? Mm. So, you know, it's brand awareness mm. as well. It's yeah. a massive brand. I'm talking like people overseas. Yeah. Like we've got huge eyes on us through multiple people that come through mm. the gym. Yeah. Um. So, you know, brand awareness is one of the biggest things. Mm. And it's exciting to know, you know, there's so much growth potential. Yeah. Definitely. I yeah. think that brings us on to the conversation of, um, how Jenna's involved in the brand now. Probably one of the most exciting parts. I was trying to think <laughs> of, think about this. Clap room. So not only were you um, just, I guess, you weren't even an influencer. You, you just came in and we're like, you do your own thing. I think the biggest thing when Jen jumped on board when you started training was like, I think how, you know, it was just like the 5.50 session or the 5 a.m. session um, and just straight into the classes. It was like, you know, we did, Jen didn't know anyone, but he's, nah. he's just like pulling this whole like 5.50 a.m. turf session together. Yeah. Um, and just bringing everyone with you. I think that was, a, I was a bit like, fuck, that's, that's kind of, you know, you're unique. so unique. Um, yeah. And that's what the whole community of the yard's about. You know, it doesn't matter if you're, in, if you're the elite athlete or it's day one training. Um, for yourself, it's like just get in there, do what you can. Yeah. Um, it's all it's so inclusive, but at the same time, we'll get the most out of you, you know. So I think that was the biggest thing. And I think well, I was thinking about how to kind of um, keep you forever. Keep, yeah, how do we tie Jenny forever? But I was trying to. Funny that of, because I was also thinking the same thing. I'm I was like, kind of thinking, how do I keep these guys I, my life forever? <laughs> so I was trying to just kind of put it simply. And I think, you know, I think there's such a. There's so much that the yarn and Jen can do together. Yeah. Um, but I think to start with, well, I think just probably um, maintaining standards is probably just what, you know, Jen's main focus will be um, alongside myself is just to share your knowledge, share my knowledge um, and just, like I said, just maintain that perfection and maintain that standard. Yeah, and it's, you know, I've been in the industry for, you know, 11 plus years now and it's something that I absolutely, mm. I mean, I feel like it comes naturally. Naturally, I was to, just going to say. To me anyway. Um, but at the same time, it's just like there's there's this level of due diligence I feel like that I have mm. when I am so involved in a place or with people um, that I can't not do my part. Yeah. And mm. so at the same time, I'm like, this is amazing because not only do I get to do what I enjoy doing, not only do I get to train, not only do I get to be around incredible people, but I also get to, um, you know, share my knowledge and my experience yeah. and help lead the way for some other people and, you know, hopefully educate at the same time. Yeah. Well, we can touch on that because Dan's burpees have been improved they since have. you've come through. Thank Standards. you. Yes. Even Standards. little things like that, like just clapping at the top of the burpees. Yes. So everyone in the gym's like, make sure you clap at the end Look, because Jenna's watching. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I have a little side project here is just to, um, and it, it's in general, you know, it's not just within the yard. It's mm. like in general, I think standards have 
decreased um, movement standards, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, if, we're just, if we're talking about standards, let's silo the movement standards. Um, mm. And that's something I'm really passionate about. It's like to get the most out of a movement, you want to be able to move well. You want to be able to complete a rep. Um, and you want to be able to complete a rep well. Mm. The only reason why you would sh- or should regress is if you have an injury or if you're physically unable to complete a full rep of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know what a complete rep of of a movement is as mm-hmm. well, you know. Um, That's right. So it's just about, again, it's about educating people um, and then just showing them our standards. Mm. So as yeah. this our community does it this way, if there's an issue, come and chat to us, we can help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Which then I think, you know, as much as, you know, that's definitely where the yard's at and that's the, that's the belief that we have, um, across the board. But I think for me too, being in the industry, I'm really excited and keen to actually make sure that the industry as a whole maintain a standard. Correct. Because there is a lot of people and a lot of gyms out there that really do drop the standards in terms of image, a simple one, pricing, yeah. you know, and things like that. So, so true. We're so excited and, and a big passion of mine, my personal passion is to make sure that the industry continues to grow and maintain a standard. And especially since, you know, now we're coming back you know, strong after COVID, Mm. you know, I think there was, this is a perfect opportunity to do that. Mm. Mm. Things like, you know, the fitness expos and stuff like that. We want to be, I mean, I see us being leaders Mm. in that respect, you know, like these are the guys that move well. These are the guys that have the standards. These are the guys that, you know, lead the way in the fitness industry and, you know, and go above and beyond. Like you guys have, like you guys are entrepreneurial mm. in what you do. Like you, mm. you go above and beyond than just being a gym. Mm. You know, you're a community, but you also have, you know, other elements to that. We're talking about, you know, the espresso bar and merch and mm. fashion and podcasting. And, you know, you guys are kind of wanting to do it all and you are doing it all. And I, I'm super excited to be a part of it. You know, because you, you try so hard to maintain that standard from yeah. internally, you know, from a movement point to a branding point to um, a serviceability point of view as well. Um, but during the week, we did get tagged in a, in a gym that's just around the corner. Um, yeah. Shout out to DDW uh, CrossFit, CrossFit, Matt Healy. He did do a post um, and he basically acknowledged the yard and said, you know, um, you know, compliments are due when, you know, compliments are due when yeah. they're due type of thing. Yeah. Um, but he did tag the post and said, you know, thanks. to the yard gym, thanks for setting a standard of the industry. And, and I was that's like. like insane. Like there's another gym in the, yeah, that's like, another gym yeah. around us. And we've always said, I think Dan and T are always so good at saying that gym road which is where we started yeah has amazing operators and it goes back to being like we are all the same we just got that little bit that's different the yep. niche and um to get tagged in something like that is really like special special and it's I, grounding I, yeah yeah and that's taking all ego out of mm-hmm. out of it as well and i think how is there not more of that yeah Yeah, it's sad that there's not more of that, but maybe this is the beginning. Yeah. Well, it's just that when I saw that, I was like, wow. Yeah. That's that's, That's um, really cool. And that that means more than- Anything. You know, anything really yeah. to have that, you know, and he's he's a very um, experienced operator, very, yeah. very educated. Um, so it was great to see that level of like, you know, 
we're keeping the standard. And my response back was, you're definitely keeping standards, you know, as much as we are. So, yeah, you know, hats yeah. off. Yeah, for sure. Um, amazing. And, you know, the gym realm is a very competitive realm um, and you can be competitive but be supportive at the same time. So I think mm -hmm. that's a really nice yeah. example of how we can achieve that as an industry as mm -hmm. a whole. Um, and ultimately where I think that we should be all be trying to get to and, and reach a level yep. of. Yep, 100%. I think I'm going to um, touch on the topic of where you guys see the yard going in the next 12 months as I hear rumours that there's going to be like this yard games. <laughs> What's yeah. going on yeah. there? <laughs> yeah. I, I think we have like, this you know, so I get excited. <laughs> I get excited. and I, I mentioned one thing, Jen's like, yes. yes. I'm like, and we can do this and we can do this. And, <laughs> um, We're training on a Sunday and she's like, all right, this is the next yes. 12 months content that Shit. I need you to do now. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like We're booking a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't talk to me about this right now. Uh, we're yeah. doing our 20Ks on the bike. We're yeah. facing each other. We're actually going to do a podcast on a yeah. erg. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> so yes. <laughs> Day made. Day made. But yes, I was, I had Natty doing her 20Ks on the bike Forced next to me. me and we were doing I was like, like can I stop at 15? Yeah. No, no, no. We were having a planning session on the bike ergs. Yeah. yeah. With all the excitement and the yeah. vision and just like, just educational pieces. It'd be great to push out on socials. Yeah. And, you know, I have a bit of a vision, but it's, you know, I'm also aware that it's not my brand. <laughs> <laughs> just part of the family. So I just need to woo some myself and not yeah, uh, bite no. too, too much off. Yeah. So what is this Yard Games? The Yard Games. The Yard Games at the moment, it's a it's going to be an internal um, so inter internal Yard Gym, uh, I guess, comp. It'll be part of our game day and our payday sessions um, to start with. Um, teams of three, teams of four. The events are yet to be kind of released, I guess, or the – the, um, the workouts, uh, but it will probably consist of maybe three to five um, team workouts, maybe lasting 10 to 15 minutes each. And we're, we're going to run um, stage one in every studio individually. And then as they qualify for that, then they will come down to HQ. And Jenna will be competing. Day. She won't be hosting. She won't be doing yeah, anything. Yeah. She'll be on there with the boys no. and we'll be like, okay. I'm torn yeah. because I do like a mic yeah, and, yeah. and I do like to train. So I'd like to be a host, but I'd well, also just, like to train. Let you train with a mic on. Yeah, I could do um, that. I could oh, host a challenge. Mic'd up workout. That's another thing you can do, That's a mic'd up exactly. workout. Exactly. That would um, be sick. But I think, yeah, it's just it's about bringing that greater community together um, and showcasing once again the standards and doing yeah. something with with the results people are getting mm -hmm. yeah. you know um, there's nothing better than training for something mm. and you know something like that which is massively community based um, and extremely rewarding for everybody mm -hmm. I think that that's fantastic it's not just one person involved in getting their own results it's let's work collectively together As studios exactly um, so I think it's going to be really exciting mm -hmm. and you know you've seen gym challenges happening before and stuff like that and big game days that we know that this is going to be successful because we've got such a huge and wonderful community yeah so yeah. it's going to be a vibe yeah, yeah for sure no I can't wait I've been thinking about this since for, day one literally from you know two years three years ago um so yeah and we're really lucky too with HQ there we've got that we've got such a great facility where we can really hold such an amazing event yeah know? yeah, yeah. um and are we planning a retreat over overseas where are we going where's this retreat we've got a special retreat 
coming. Um, this was the other way around. Jen mentioned something. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> before she oh, even finished. Yeah. Um, but I, um, it sounds incredible. Um, I saw a bit of a mock-up of a schedule Jen put yep. together, which looks extremely intense. Yeah. <laughs> um, Run us through every <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, look, it's going to be fantastic. We're, we're taking the yard to Bali. So, you know, Bali's my second home and all. Um, and well, you can tell because of her. Yeah. <laughs> the colour. Jen comes in all year round and she's dark, she's tanned. And where has she been? She's been in Bali all yeah. year, basically. Yeah. I'm about to go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Dan, did you just choke on your water? How do you even manage that? <laughs> what happened? I think I thought about the training in Bali. No, no. Yeah, he, he probably <laughs> laughed at me. Yeah. So, yeah, we're taking the uh, to one, uh, Wonderlust yes. in Bali. Mm. Full schedule uh, with adventures involved, um, amazing food. Mm-hmm. Um, recovery. Reco- yeah, heaps of recovery protocols. You know, everything is included. It's going to be a great way to bind our community together even mm-hmm. more. Um, there will be limited spaces. So <laughs> I think when it's it definitely going to be a selling quick. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, especially because we've got like, we're at that time that I'm assuming it's going to launch. It's going to be like five or six gyms that yep. we've got. Well, actually, seven or eight Probably that we've operating, got yeah. operating. Um, and there would be only be like, a lot of educational pieces on there as well yeah. throughout the six or seven days or, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. And that's that's touching on people interstate Queensland, um, yeah, everywhere else. Yeah. So we've got that. I so don't want to spoil. It's a, yeah, you've, you've got to be, like, I guess, compulsory to be a yard member. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, but yeah, like Jen said, uh, we think that it will probably move pretty quick. I think, yeah, like I think you'll be lucky to get a spot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I think Nat's, Nat's actually said it was really nice of you to actually volunteer to stay home and run all the <laughs> sessions. So that's well done on that. <laughs> oh, sorry, I have not said that. You did very well. I am. Um, that's not. leadership, right there. <laughs> oh, I can't look at you in the eyeball right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's joking. Yeah, and there is shit. Oh god. <laughs> nice, solid, good one. Guys, it's going to be amazing and everything that happens in Bali stays in Bali. Exactly, Jen. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm single in Bali, so that's going to be really good. <laughs> You're single in Sydney. What are you doing now? Yes. I actually, yeah, true. I'm single all year round. Yeah. <laughs> Till 31 apparently. <laughs> it's a very exciting time mm. and I'm like pumped to be a part of it, especially yeah. right now. Like it's amazing. Mm. Give us a little bit of a background about yourself. How did you start out in the fitness industry? What um, Was it something that you were like, is it your mom? Is it your dad? Is it your, how did that whole venture of now doing it full time for work? Yeah. Okay. How long do we have? <laughs> Darcy said five minutes. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Um, uh, naturally, I've always been uh, competitive, um, starting from my gymnastic background. So as uh, a teen, I was a competitive gymnast um, and I was training for the Olympics and I nearly broke my back. So my mum pulled me out and I was devastated. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do with myself? So I, I threw myself into BMX racing, which she also did not like because um, <laughs> there was also many injuries and me being in hospital. Um, I was a bit of a tomboy, to be honest. Like I just wanted to do it all. I was a um, blader and I used to get everybody in the street together outside all the time. We were just always active. And then moving into school, I didn't really have a place. Like I sort of felt a bit out of place. Like I was friends with everybody, but at the same time, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, wanted to achieve. I just knew that I wanted to be active all the time. Yeah. Um, And then 
uh, growing up, adulthood, I was in the public service, started in the government uh, 17 years old. Again, felt very out of place because I was stuck at a desk. Yeah. I was in overall in the government for 13 years. What? Um, but during that, I did uh, my fitness certificate full time. I actually, no, I took my long service leave to do what? my fitness. What leave. age did you start that? Sorry. This was actually my fitness certs came as a result of winning um, a CoverGirl magazine competition, which I got with Oxygen Magazine. And part of that prize was my fitness certificates, which back then was very expensive. And I did not have that money to be able to educate myself like that. Mm. So, you know, for me, winning the cover of a magazine um, and my favorite magazine back then being Oxygen Magazine was massive. Um, At the time it was the biggest magazine. It was most successful. And I was like, this is unbelievable. Um, And so I got that as a result, um, as a prize. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. And at the time I had long service leave because I'd had been in the Mm. government for 10 years. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. So I went and then did full-time study. I took my long service, went full-time into school with um, Australian Fitness Institute. Institute. Yep. Australian Institute of Fitness. Yeah. Um, and it was the best three months of my life. Really? Because I had, it gave me a sense of what I was going to be able to achieve you know, out in the real world mm. yeah. um, and that could potentially give up my career in the government and then, trans, you know, transfer full-time in the health and fitness industry. Are what t- age were you, Jenna? So I was 25, I think. Around when you 25. finished study. Yes. And then I went on to do more studies. So I was doing nutrition coaching as well from there. Um, I also ran my own dog grooming company and spray tanning as well. So <laughs> I kind of wanted to do it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thursday night. So, <laughs> I know, really you random, mean. really random dog grooming. I know, but I ran that for 10 years and wow. I was like the best dog, dog groomer, groomer in Canberra. <laughs> like seriously. Um, wow. But uh, yeah, my clients were really angry when I left them. But anyway. And then, so from there, I, uh, at the time I was, I was in a relationship um, that wouldn't let me leave my job because it was a secure job. Yeah. He wanted me to be a stay at home mom and um, eventually, and you know, work my way through the government and it's not what I wanted. Yeah. Um, so long story short, eventually that relationship ended and I like picked up and moved everything within a week. I I took, I like I quit my job. They gave me, um, they were like fully understanding, which is amazing. I'd been there for 13 years, so it was mm. fine. Um, I quit my job. I left like everything I ever knew. I left my investment properties, my family, my dog at the time, like everything happened within a week. Wow. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that I was going to Sydney to pursue my career within the health and fitness industry full time. Mm-hmm. When I got here I, the first time, I um, had assistance with um, a few other gyms and stuff like that, that were able to help me get online and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So that sort of started giving me some income and I didn't really even need to do any face-to-face training, which was mm-hmm. fantastic. So I was I was online fairly early on. Yeah, because yeah, you were you were huge years ago, Jen. Yes, like, so you still are. But I mean that I remember hearing about you way like long ago, thinking you lived in Sydney. So it was because uh, multiple things because I was on a cu- couple of covers of um, fitness magazines, yeah. yeah, and that gave at the time great exposure. 
Um, and then people wanted to know more about you. Um, but also because I'm a sucker for punishment, I did multiple competitions and at the time, uh, F45 was new. Um, and they had, I don't know if you guys know, but the F45 uh-huh. playoffs. Um, and I was the first female champion of the playoffs. So mm. not okay. once, but twice I managed to get the top score. Two dives. So I think yeah. that's where, yeah. that's, that's where, where I knew about remember. Jen. Right. Jen was, was, cause we, I had that, um, that first year in 2014 and it was like the big playoffs at Manly. Oh, it was amazing. And so you guys took, would have been there sorry, at the I same mean, time. Yeah, yeah, I didn't make the finals, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. But I do remember watching Jen. I remember, I do remember anyone was just like. She's beast. Going on here, I know? got stitched up with that, by the way. With the with the playoffs, tell us how. Yeah, so spill the beans. As a res- I'm happy to spill these beans. Um, <laughs> Same. That's what happened. To me. I got to jump yeah. too. <laughs> they just didn't want me to make the finals. Uh, leading into it, because I was the ambassador for F45 um, at the time, they they were like, okay, if you enter this comp, you're going to get your own franchise. Mm. You'll get fifty grand, and you'll get flown over to Cali for the for the yes. next lot. Is like that what we're doing? Because campaign. I will do that. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. But I would not make all these promises to you and give yes. you nothing. Um, uh. Uh, so anyway, and then like closer to the event, they took away Those. the 50 grand. So mm. there was still a franchise, which mm. I was like, that's fine. I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. take one of those. Um, and, you know, being flown over to Cali to compete. That's um, insane. Yeah. And then on the day of me winning, I got a trophy. Mm. And that's it. I still have the trophy. It's pretty it's pretty amazing. It's, beautiful. <laughs> um, it's a beautiful trophy. And not I did not get flown to Cali. The Cali games went ahead. Um and what? I oh, wow. did not receive a But franchise. you were the winner. But I was the winner. Mm. Look. But anyway. But you went on to be the, like better things, bigger and better, Absolutely. like Ninja Warrior. So yeah, I did um, that again. So um I did Ninja Warrior season one and season two. Um, I knew I was going to get on that season one. I was like, as soon as Ninja Warrior comes here, I am on it. Yeah. Um, yep. And so um, my manifesting ways. It happened. <laughs> I got I got on Ninja Warrior, which was, it was an incredible process. Yeah. S- season two, I went in with a massive injury. I actually had torn my glute in my hamstring mm. um, at the joint. At the joint. So I, I kind of like squeezed my way in sideways without like getting seen that I had an injury. Wow. Um, and yeah, I conked out on the first because I couldn't even stand on one leg. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Ultimate Tag. Yes. Australia. Uh, so yes. I was a yes. pro tiger on Ultimate Tag, which was with, a very with, interesting month. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was going to say, with that Ninja Warrior, mm. how did you, I guess, I mean, you had a gymnast background, but yeah. how did you, I guess, change your training? schedule leading into that I first did, year because yeah. it was unknown, right, really? Yeah, and there was no ninja gyms to no. train at. So um, really the only thing that I had to uh, focus in on because the, my style of training is quite hybrid. Mm. I have a, you know, I'm a multidisciplined. I have a yeah. crossover of multiple different training methods. Mm. Um, so I was kind of prepped and ready. Um, but more than anything, I really had to focus in on grip strength, which I already had a pretty good solid foundation from lifting weights. Mm. You know, it's like always gripping weights. Um, and then uh, more like proprioception skills, which, again, I already had. So balancing skills, um, running across um, multiple mm. 
or planks or, and like, things. Yeah, yeah. like um, spinning tubes or something. Yeah, just like things that were um, moving all the time. I can't yeah. think of the words right now. Well, like the treadmills and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, things. I would create my own obstacles. So oh. um, I created like my own obstacles outside of the gym. They had a big car park, and I would just go out there after my training sessions and just do a bunch That's of like playtime, basically, just to try and up my skills. Like I even at one point had a c- carrying kegs over my head, walking on. Um, what? Like the, these rails, railings. Yeah. What? Yeah. Just, You're so lucky you had that when you were younger, that um, athletic. I think gymnastics is a great yeah. foundation for, for children um, and, Definitely. you know, carries on throughout their adulthood. Like I think mm-hmm. it's something that you'll always have if you're conscious of the fact that you never want to let it go like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll always want to do the splits. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, like they're the things that I, yeah. you know, I value and I, you know, I still practice them to this day. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so long story short, I've done a few things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, like kind of like this is where I am now. And now I kind of do a lot of brand ambassador work, but I do a bit of mentoring as well to yeah. help people social uh, monetize their social media. And, um, yeah, I kind of like fell into it really kind naturally. Kind of like just dive into everything. Like mm. when somebody asks me what I do, I can't give you like a an easy answer. Yeah, very broad. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a huge skill set. Yes. Very, but very. It's that all... can apply across so many yeah. different things, yeah. for, really, yeah. you know, so. It always happens for a reason, right? Yeah. Going back into that because every section of your life has always fell into the right thing for you. Oh, my gosh. It's like so. even um, I was offered two more positions to run for the Olympics. So I had I was training for bobsled, the bobsled team, yeah, the Olympic bobsled team, and that was uh, just before COVID came in the second time around and I couldn't end up going overseas because if I had have gone, it would have been about six months' worth of quarantine yeah. period. And so the person who took my spot on the bobsled team was Tia Claire Toomey because she was already overseas. And if you're in the fitness realm, you know exactly who Tia is. Yeah. Um, So I was like, pleased. Please take take my spot. With you. <laughs> um, but the training for bobsled was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. And then this is all quite recent. And then I got offered another, just out of the blue, another position on an Olympic team for sprint cycling. So in the velodrome. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's where I started picking up riding. And now I absolutely like I'm cycling. such a fan of a of a good ride, like yeah. long distance riding. Love it. Although velodrome is not long distance. Mm. Um, but the training for that was phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely loved it. But then I was on ultimate tag and a month of being on ultimate tag ruined my knees. So I had to go have knee surgery and uh, I was pulled out of the team. So uh, <laughs> Jenna, you're this close to everything know, that you do. I know. So, but, you know, I get to experience so many different things. And for me, I've always said, if I get to experience it, then I'm living my best life. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I've, I want to do it all. And I, love, I, I think competing and things, um, Sometimes the most enjoyable, enjoyable part of competition is the training. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I the mean, training camps. The training the, day is one well, of the worst, mm. right? Like it's just um, like the game day is like yeah. one of the worst because you're like, oh, my gosh, there's you're so nervous. many nerves. You got one shot. Whereas you're training, it's yeah. like you find that flow state. And, yes. And it's, you, you, it's like you're untouchable yeah, when, that's when, right. when you're in there, you know. Yeah. That yeah. goes back to, I guess, like you've had that experience, Dan, with your outrigging and your training because there was yeah. a point in your life where you were really committed to that. And competing overseas. Yeah, you need to take me out on a. Yeah. Oh my God, Jenna, worry. you'd be hilarious to get I, you I two would, out. I would yeah. make we'll a, do a two man race. Fall in the water. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Are you, you know, you know, the funny part would be the fact that you would get it, 
And the awkward part would be the fact She'd that you would win it. Yeah, you would win it, and then Dan would be like, "All right, Should we're making an outrigging team for Team Yard." And I'm Jenna, not joking. I'm, about that. I'm, yeah, we've Have spoken you, so, about it. What? So, what's your competition like with well, the outrigging? How? Oh, well, it was it was very intense. I guess to not go on about too much, but the the World Championships is in Hawaii in in Tahiti. Tough, tough gig. Very tough gig um, between two islands. So it's, you know, paddling outriggers and ocean skis in Hawaii is like, you know, it's like playing soccer, yeah. you know. Um, Tahiti, it's like, you know, the, the national sport and it's pretty intense. But, yeah, so the national, the world champs is 50 kilometres from island to island. Um, you can do teams or solo, but essentially the world championships is a solo effort, so you're by yourself. Um, For 40K? Wow. 55 K. See, I love By yourself. that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first year I did it, I think I finished 11th. What? Um, but I went for like five and a half hours. and That's incredible. Yeah. But again, the, the lead up to it, the yeah. three months, the four months, I mean, that the lead up to those events go for two years, but yeah. essentially the bulk of it and the chunky parts, three months, Yeah. the four months. Um, but again- the lead up in the training, um, you know, camps going into those events are probably the most enjoyable. I think. Yeah, you, know, you just absolutely. You're in that flow state, and for me, it was the ocean. I'd spend you know three hours by myself in the ocean. Yeah, just, just training and you're yeah. up, you're upskilling, and you're you yeah. know you're perfecting your skill, and that yeah. to me is what I always I say. Find I always say with you know, endurance event or any type of skill like paddling, riding, um, anything like that. I always say it's a thousand hours to yeah. get it right. It's a thousand hours. So if you're consistent in in a endurance event for me, like paddling or and um, cycling or things, it's like um, cycling probably a bit more so. But I think for paddling, a thousand hours. So it's essentially two years, yeah, of consistent wow. yeah. training um, to get just right. So I think on that. I think we're pretty solid for doing some erg marathons. Yeah, <laughs> seated, <laughs> seated. I'm okay, seated. No, try, I did six hundred. I did six hundred and twenty-five k's in twenty-four hours on a bike erg, and it was the most painful thing my mm. butt ever ever gone through. Mm. Jenna, you've done everything in the fitness industry that anyone could ever imagine and There's would want to do. There's always more. And this is why we love you because you are always <laughs> striving to be better. Um, Dan is so excited. I know Very he excited. It definitely helped with the standard of uh, podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here to help. Guys, I had it covered. You two were just so quiet in the first one. I don't know what you're talking about. But. I'm happy to talk for a living. So <laughs> It's so exciting to have you on board and especially in the brand and even now just forever you will be involved in the brand let's hope um i think everyone in the team is so happy to have you on board they look up to you i am so excited to see you every single day and it's going to be really cool meeting and networking and traveling for the next however months or how many years that we have you on board so thank you so much for coming through oh my gosh you, you make me feel so special thank you so much you are <laughs> am i actually so happy to be a part of it so thank you so much like i honestly have told so many people that you guys have been my rock so thank you, thank you, thank you. 